On this 21 News podcast, we're joined by New Scrappers manager and former Cleveland Indian, Coco Crisp. How's it feel to be a manager of a team in Youngstown, Ohio, the Mahoney Valley Scrappers? Uh, it feels good, you know, just to kind of keep it simply put, I guess. Um, you know, it was a little unexpected as far as um, me leaving where I'm at, my comfortable zone and and going out and taking on a responsibility of, of this magnitude. I think um, it's a it's a great honor uh, to be chosen to be one of the inaugural uh, coaches in the MLB Draft League. It's going to be a great league, a lot of young prospects, um, guys that are trying to make it to that next level. And with the coaching staffs that they have in place right now, I think it's going to be really uh, it's going to be a great experience for these young players. Is this your first uh, first try at managing? <laughs> at uh, no, uh, <laughs> no. I, as soon as I got out of uh, professional baseball, as soon as I, I retired, uh, I, I managed a little league team, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I went from there and just start uh, taking a step up the ladder each time. But uh, you know, a coach I came out, coached my my kids, and then. Um, and then I went into high school and then I coached there. So I know it's considered coaching, but the head coach is essentially the manager as well. Um, and then and now currently I'm I'm helping out over at Cerritos College. So I'm not managing over there, but I'm helping as far as that college level goes. Coco is, uh, you know, the, when the draft name, when the names came out of the manager, some pretty well-known names, uh, yourself, Jeff Manto, Judge Yorko, and, and others. So to be kind of in this inaugural group, that's pretty special. No, it is. I, you know, I, they're going through the names and, you know, as a baseball fan, I'm a, I'm a baseball fan. I love the game, you know, so when they're, you know, telling me Don Young and, and, and Manto's these guys, Jed, uh, are these guys going to be involved? I'm just like, oh, okay, this is a good group. This is a, a really good group of managers alongside of them who they're bringing in to be their coaches this is a really good group of guys. I have for myself, uh, a guy that I played with uh, for the Kansas city Royals with the Kansas city Royals, uh, Ron Mayhe. Uh, so he's going to help me out, uh, help the young kids out uh, from the pitching side of it. Plus he was a, he was an outfielder first, I think. And then he went into <laughs> Uh, so he has the knowledge from the position player side as well. A guy that I grew up with, uh, Victor Butler, who played up to the AAA level, who should have made it to the major leagues. Uh, we played little league together and played against each other in the minor leagues. And he's actually the head coach at Cerritos College and asked me to help him out. So I'm over there helping him out as a bench coach. So we we've had obviously we grew up together. So there's a long relationship there. Um, but that's my coaching staff, as well as one of the local guys that's going to be helping out, uh, Craig, who, uh, you know, we spoke again today uh, a couple of times about uh, different things um, like workout facilities, uh, things for the kids. He's already given me great insight on uh, what's around in the area where we're going to be located. So I think uh, from my side, I got a great uh, coaching staff. Um, and the managers that are in place around the board and their coaching staff is going to be phenomenal as well. You uh, you played in Cleveland and in, in Youngstown Niles is is an hour from Cleveland. Um, so 
uh, people are familiar with you, and and uh, you know we've already heard some things. You know, uh, someone already says they got the, they got to get their cocoa crisp shirt out. Uh, <laughs> so, so coming to a place like this, I mean, you know, you were in Cleveland. I don't know if you ever heard of Youngstown or the Niles area before today. Yeah, no, I'm familiar with I'm familiar with Cleveland. I shoot my daughter, my firstborn was she's a Cleveland baby, you know, so. There's there's roots even from there. You know, we were talking about that the other day. It's, uh, you know, I have uh, most of my kids. Let me see. One's from Arkansas. <laughs> One's in the other two from California, but she's a Cleveland baby. And uh, but no, I'm familiar with that area playing in Akron, knowing Youngstown, knowing the surrounding areas around Cleveland, simply because that was my first big league team. And, um, you know, it holds uh, a special place in my heart because of you know once you make it to the big leagues with that team it's almost like that's 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 part of you you know so uh you know i'm happy to be coming back to cleveland you know some familiar names to you have played on this field you know cc started his career here frankie played a couple games here victor played a season here so so there's some history here yeah those are my those are my buzz those are my two that's that first crew in cleveland you know you got you got CC. I mean, we had a squad. Victor Martinez, the Pronk, you know, Grady Sizemore. I, man, they broke us up. Oh, man, we could have been something special. No, but, uh, yeah, no, it's um, some great uh, heritage coming out of uh, the Scrappers. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to be on the other side of it, you know, being at this level, be on the other side of it, a minor league uh, kind of a stadium still climbing that ladder type of thing, but um, it's definitely a, it's, it's a different perspective from this side, you know, but it's a fun perspective and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Is, is this something you want to do, Coco, manage maybe one day? Is that, uh, is that something on the horizon or is this as far as you want to go? Yeah, I always leave the doors open. You never close any doors, any opportunities. Um, for me, when I retired, the, the, my thought process on retiring, I could have played some more. Um, was to be back around my family. My kids are getting older. I wanted to be here for them, teach them some of the things that I've learned throughout my career within organized uh, sports, some of the, the life lessons that it taught me and, 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 and help them grow and mature as, as, as student athletes. Um, so when this opportunity came, it was a discussion. You know, it was a discussion from my thought process of, not leaving for extended period of time and being around. And I've, I've had a few years here to kind of help them mature on that side of it. Obviously my wife does it great. She, she does, she does it all. She could do it all, you know? Uh, so there's no worries there, but they're excited for me. I'm excited to uh, take this kind of next step away from the house for the first time after um, leaving pro ball and see how that goes. Um, I'm probably going to be homesick as like the first time I left for, for college, but, um, but as time moves on, see how it develops. But like I said, all doors are always open and, um, yeah, we'll see how it, uh, how, see how things transpire. Just a couple more. What do you expect out of this league, Coco, in its inaugural year? Number one, giving the kids opportunity that they were slightly lacking this year with, with the vision, with the visuals that they needed to to get from uh, pro scouts, from other, um, 
how do you say different platforms that they weren't able to to, to utilize this year by playing. Um, usually throughout your season, especially when you have a great season, those scouts come out and see. You. Now a lot of guys didn't have that opportunity, especially some of the a lot of the junior college guys didn't really get that opportunity to go out and showcase themselves the way that they were they needed to to make it to that le- next level or just make the splash that they really wanted to. So this gives them that opportunity to come out and showcase their abilities, the players, their personalities, uh, who they are uh, in between the lines, as well as outside the lines in the dugout and stuff like that, because that plays a huge part in, in draft stock as well. Um, it, now, with that and that opportunity for them comes the knowledge from the coaches that you've already mentioned, myself, my coaching staff, um, to help them. Possibly develop a little bit, you know, um, but also give them more of the mental side of it, at least from my perspective, you know, to reach that that final level, you have the, the ability, you work on it night and day, but now you have to figure out your strength and weaknesses, who you are, what you can and cannot do, your approach, that mental side of it takes you to that consistent side. And all big leaguers or, or people who make it to that level are more consistent than the next level. And that's because they have a great approach and they have a great feel of who they are. So with the, the lessons of, you know, you maybe tweak this, tweak that. If it works for you, keep it. If it doesn't throw it away, go back, build yourself the way that you want to type of thing. Um, but more so from the, the, the mentality, what it takes um, to not just make it there, but to stay there and to try to become a consistent you. You were, you were very fortunate. You started your career in Cleveland. You ended your career in Cleveland. What do you, what do you remember most about your days in Cleveland? Uh, you won a World Series in Boston, obviously under Tito, um, you know, who's now with the Indians. So, so what do you remember most about Cleveland? Man, there's so many things throughout my entire career. Um, you know, I was very blessed to play for amazing managers, amazing cities, organizations uh, you know there's you know some people have a rough go at it but for me it was and it, it wasn't I say smooth sailing I mean obviously you have to work your tail off you know there you, you know there's always people coming to take your job you got to do what you got to do but um as far as just the, the way that I maneuvered through the life of baseball it was I was really blessed but um Cleveland uh gosh I remember the first time I got called up and um, I was really oblivious, oblivious to a, a lot of things, rules, regulations, this, this unspoken rules, all this stuff. Um, and I just got traded from the St. Louis Cardinals a week and a half, two weeks prior to the Indians in the minor leagues. And that was a shock because I was the minor league player of the year for him the year before. And so when I got that call, I was like, OK, you know, I'm, I'm going to be Indian. Fine. I went over, got traded. Um, and then I, I had I performed. I did well. And the managers came in and knocked on my door early in the morning. Me, Luis Garcia, the guy I got traded over for, well, with. Um, we're in our in our room. They're knocking on the door. I'm telling him to pick up, get the door. I'm tired. He told me I ended up, he won the battle. I got up. I got the door. I got back in bed. They came in and they told me, you know, you're going to, you're going to Tampa. And I just got traded. So my thought process, you got to be kidding me. I'm getting traded again. 
this is unbelievable. What the, what's going on in my world? And um, and they're looking because my reaction was like, ah, you know, and they're they thought my reaction should be like what it ended up being um, once I really found out. But they thought I should have been, you know, like, oh, my gosh. But they didn't specify that it was Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time that I'm going to, to play in the big leagues. But once they did, you know, I started jumping up and down. Um, and that was my first like moment in Cleveland or with the Cleveland organization that was like, you know, it was like, oh man. The second was when I got to Tampa. Well, first off, I wasn't dressed accordingly. I I, I thought I was looking good. I had on some a, a sweatsuit outfit and some Jordans. It was brand new. I just went to the mall and got it. So I thought I was looking good. So I arrive in this sweatsuit and they're all looking at me like, hey, kid don't know the dress code. You know, you don't know how to come to a way ball club. Uh, I quickly learned that, though. Um, but when I went out to the stadium, because I arrived uh, a little late, so I didn't play in the first game. But when I went out and I saw uh, Eddie Murray sitting on the bench, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I made it. <laughs> That's Eddie. And, you know, so those two moments like happened very quickly. And that is just, and I was always a fan of baseball. I collected baseball cards and you know, my father and I, we went out searching for Ricky Henderson cards. He's my favorite ball player. And, um, you know, I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. You know, that little sh- transition, that couple days right there was, was really special. You still follow? I mean, obviously, you still follow the Indians in baseball and, and Major League ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep up with everything. I got my alerts coming in from ESPN all the time. Is my phone just nonstop? You know, all the time, all my alerts, and um, you know, watch the games and you know, try to keep up to date on everything. The Scrappers open their season May 24th at West Virginia. The home opener is May 26th against State College.